welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noter Francesco, and I am joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing this fine Monday afternoon? I guess very late evening for you, evening for me here in Fort Collins, but uh, had a busy weekend, so went to, went to the Broncos game and, and, of course, Nebraska on Friday, and just it was a full weekend of football here uh, in, in Colorado. How are you doing over there, Grandpa? Doing great. You know, don't look now, but Nebraska has won three or yeah, three out of their last four games. Yeah. Think about that one for a second. I don't know when the last time that's happened. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. Um, three games out of the last. Now, they're not very great opponents, but still, it's so much better to talk about a win than a I mean, it was an oh, ugly yeah. win. It was it was probably as ugly as you're going to see in a. In a college football game, it was just, I mean, these are all you'd have to do if you're just tuned in that game and you saw both teams had two and three records, you could say, Yeah, I can see why these two teams aren't any good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Nebraska could have, should have, would have scored in the 40s. They should have run away with that game, cleared the bench, you know, put, uh, put the reserves in and, and had a laugher coming home. I mean, they're great to, we were all happy for, at the win, but holy cow, they left so many points on that field. It's in the same way with against Minnesota, but uh, somehow they, the Huskers found a way to win and, and you got, you know, I'll take an ugly win over a really great loss any day of the week. And oh, um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, let's take it. Let's, and we got, I think we are we have a bye week this week, which I think think comes at probably the best time. Uh, oh yeah, that we've had and we've had. I think last year I think we had two bye weeks. I don't remember for sure. Yeah, it was like it was yeah. weird. It was like a bye week and then a game and then another bye week or maybe yeah, two games so. and then a bye week. It just was really bad timing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. But, but yeah, as nice. as you said, better to talk about a win. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, it's a good thing. I don't write my column like right after the game. Cause I was, I was, it's just like, I would hate to repeat what I was saying. During the <laughs> uh, it's not suitable for small children. I can tell you that. Yes. But uh, uh, Grandpa will refrain from profanity on the podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this reminds me when you were a little kid, you know, you used to sit in my lap and what happened grandpa? Oh yeah. I, I told, I told grandma, I said, I'm going to watch the game with Will. And she said, well, that'll be fun. I said, you don't understand. I have to watch the whole game without swearing. <laughs> I didn't think I could do it. I, I said, I'm going to have to leave the room. But I, I, I got through that. And I never, never yeah. uh, uttered a profane word. And I don't know. If that speaks more about you or me, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't remember anything from you, so we'll see. But uh, we'll see when we watch the Iowa game together coming up here in, in a month or so. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. As you said, better to talk about a better to talk about a win, even if it's an ugly win. I mean, as you said, Nebraska should have won this game by about forty. Uh, I don't know how many red zone trips we had, but man, it felt like a lot. Uh, it, Nebraska was in the red zone about every other play. It felt like. Um, let's see. So that's one, two, three. I mean, it's just like, you can't like it, you, they, your defensive special teams play amazing. You get a fumble, 
right. you get your fumble recovery, you get an interception, uh, you get a blocked punt, and you do everyone else is doing everything, and the offense just cannot score points. Uh, but as you said, by comes at a good time. Nebraska's three and three, one and two in the Big Ten. We're sure as heck not going to be playing in the Big Ten championship game. I can tell you that right now. Um, unless drastic things happen for some reason, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit open, but it, it, I'm not going to get super hopeful about that. I think that there are teams that are- we get to play Michigan again. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, it would be nice to have Nebraska in a big 10 championship game. I will say that, yeah. but um, it's still, you're right. Uh, it, it would not be fun to watch for sure. Um, anyway, uh, what are the main takeaways you're getting from this game here, Grandpa? I, I mean, for me, I think Heinrich Harburg, this is probably his best game of the year. Uh, he looks really comfortable. He did it he, he, on that uh, fourth and five, which I really love that fourth and five call in the second quarter at like at midfield, basically. Uh, Matt Roller just says, oh, why the heck not go for it? And we pick it up by about a yard uh, to Bullock. Uh, and uh, on that play, Heinrich Harburg did a little sidearm Patrick Mahomes impression there, a little flip, yeah. which is super nice. His pocket awareness uh, is just really, really great. And he doesn't turn over the ball that much. Only one interception he's had. Uh, I think he's had a interception in the past three games uh, each. Uh, I mean, that's not great. You'd love to see that improve, but that's better than Jeff Sims fumbling the ball away every single time he touches the ball. Um, so I'll, I'll take it. And his running ability is uh, really special. He, his just football IQ is uh, way higher than Jeff Sims is from what I can see. His, he ha- on his touchdown run, uh, he read it perfectly. Uh, yeah. that, that linebacker was about half a yard away from him, and he pulled it out and, and timed it perfectly and just uh, just cut by him and, and ran 25 yards in and lowered his shoulder, which I love at the end there for, for the score. Uh, what, were, what were your main takeaways here positively? Uh, there's, there's some negatives, obviously, as there always are from uh, any, any football game you watch, but what were, what were some of the positive takes here, Grandpa? Well, I agree with you completely about Heinrich. Uh, he is, it's his job to lose – to Sims, and I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, if you can go in there and uh, stay under fire playing against Michigan, it's one thing to do that against La Tech and you know Northern Illinois, um, but now you're playing a conference game on the road. Uh, you were underdogs. Nebraska was three-and-a-half dogs, three-and-a-half-point dogs, and they came out of there with a win. Uh, all three road games they played, they've been underdogs. Um, so, and Minnesota was ranked at the time and so was Colorado. Yep. And, uh, but this was as bad as Nebraska was Friday night, Illinois was even worse. They were just terrible. And part of that has to do with the defense that, that Tony White uh, was running. Uh, that's, if we don't have a good defense, we got a loss in that game. There's no question about it. Oh, yes. Offense was struggling. Uh, They had some spurts there where they played, you know, pretty well. They had some nice plays, but the defense just, they were there. And uh, I forget the yardage that that they were held to. Was it 21 yards total rushing? Yeah. 21 yards total rushing, 289 passing. Yeah. You know, so um, you make a team one dimensional. Yeah. They did, they did, they had some passes, but they had only seven points. So you, you got to take away something from that. Again, this is a this is a bad team. And we knew that going in that they couldn't stop the run, but we didn't really run rough shot over them. We, we it's not like we had 400 yards rushing or whatever. Right. Uh, but 
you know, and, and they have Illinois has some good players on their team. They just don't have a, a, enough of them. And I think this is going to be a long year for for uh, Brent uh, Bielema. Um, it's 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 going to be a long, long season for them. And they were expected to be, you know, pretty good this year. Yeah. Um, so I was I was surprised. No, I wasn't surprised at the win. I I I, I thought we were going to win the game. I, I didn't I never. You know, going into the game, I said, if Nebraska can just not beat itself, well, um, they they survived that. They won despite their their trying to give the game away. And it looked like at times neither team wanted that. It's like handing somebody a five hundred dollar bill. I don't want it. Here, you guys take it. No, I don't. I don't really want it. And they went yeah. back and forth. It was just like it was. <laughs> it was an ugly, ugly win. And it I, was. Again, I any day, but uh, the defense, you know, if you take away one thing from that, the defense saved our bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you look at um, the, if you, if you look at the stat line, uh, I mean, the, obviously, as you said, the defense saved the 21 rushing yards is insane. Uh, only on, on 19 rushing attempts. That's about one yard an attempt, which is, <laughs> is pretty darn good. Uh, Illinois didn't make that many mistakes. I mean, besides turnovers, which Nebraska tied the turnover battle, not great. You don't want three turnovers, but as long as you tie it, that's fine. Nebraska has now gone three straight games, uh, or yeah, three straight games without losing a turnover battle, uh, which is really big. That's, or sorry, 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 sorry. They, they lost, lost two to one. They, they don't count the uh, the fumbled uh, kickoff. That's not a that's not a turnover. So we, oh, it is. Oh, I'm yeah. just looking on ESPN and it, it counts it as that. So anyway. Oh, but, well, I, yeah, well. I mean, miscues, mis, whatever. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but besides that Michigan game, uh, Nebraska, the past, I mean, I guess they've, three of the past four games, Nebraska has uh, either tied or won the turnover battle. Counting yeah, yeah. All, all yeah no, you, I, you're right. I think I'm, I think I'm stand corrected on that. You're, you're right. Okay. Um, anyway, and, and then you look at how, what Heinrich Harbor did, uh, 154 yards passing, 82 yards rushing. That accounts for uh, basically two-thirds of Nebraska's total yards uh, last, against uh, Illinois on Friday night. So, I mean, he's got to find some – obviously, you get the passing yards in there, but you got to find something uh, on, the, on the rushing side. You got to – Harbor can't do everything. Uh, Anthony Grant has in the fumble issues popped up again. Uh, Emmett Johnson fumbled. Both of them fumbled when Nebraska had it was inside of the red zone. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, the problem is, of course, that they're fumbling in the first place. You got to fix that. But it's like you don't have a Ramir Johnson you can turn to. You don't have a Gabe Irvin you can turn to. Now, both those guys out for the year, uh, just, just as a reminder, uh, if, if, if anyone forgot, unfortunately, they're both out for the year. But um, you got to be able to find someone you can trust to put the ball in their hands and they can go get you some yards. I mean, I, I, I believe in Anthony Grant. And I think that he runs well, he runs hard and he runs through people, which I like. Uh, it's just the problem of uh, fumbles really is, is, is that we're only getting, we only got 3.2 yards per rush uh, on Friday night, 158 yards total, which is pretty good. Nebraska's been hovering around 200 yards rushing for the past couple of games or past three or four games, which is good sign, uh, which is a good sign. And, and the passing has not really been there, but uh, I'll, I'll take what I can get. And I think that Nebraska kind of, Matt rule wants to get back to the basics of course, of running the ball. Um, and I, I think that 
Um, I mean, you might look at the offense and be like, wow, this is an atrocious offense. You get, you have the ball for Nebraska, the ball for about 38 minutes too, which is really, really good. Um, just time of possession was just an absolute uh, win for the Huskers on Friday. But I want to encourage the, all the Husker fans listening. Don't worry too much about the offense, uh, right now. Because I think what Matt Rule is trying to do is he wants to build up the defense and just get that be solid. Because if you have a solid defense, uh, there's not a lot that teams that teams with prolific offenses can do against you if they're ha- turning the ball over a bunch or they're getting stopped all the time. So I think he knows that defense is always the most important part of a team, um, and he he wants to build that up first, and then he'll, and then he'll put more effort into the offense and get that going. So I, I think I was I've been reading uh, Tony Dungy's autobiography, and he had the same approach when he coached Tampa Bay of. Uh, we got to build the defense first, and then the offense will will come and and kind of it needs to score points when it needs to score points. And uh, of course, you make the argument Nebraska should have scored about forty last night, and I would be get behind that as well, just with the turnovers and everything. And you got to fix that on offense, but uh, I wouldn't be too worried about Nebraska's uh, low offensive output, uh, low-ish offensive output. I mean, three hundred twelve yards isn't terrible, but it's not great. So. Yeah, uh, it's uh, we'll take it. You know, we're minus a bunch of players, as you said. We're, we've lost yeah. two two of the best running backs. We've lost. Uh, well, you, you lose uh, uh, Xavier Betts. He retired. Yep. Quit football. Then uh, Isaiah uh, Garcia Castaneda. He got injured. He's out. Marcus Washington is is injured. I don't know if he's out or how long he's going to be out. I have not. I have not heard that. I meant to get that on there before we went to, to air, but uh, I'll have to find that one out. Um, and then you, you played a, a freshman running back Friday night, Emmett, John, Emmett Johnson, who I think played well, but he had that fumble and that probably comes with the territory. The kid is, he's a red shirt freshman, so he's not played and you know, you get in the heat of the battle, but we were right there in scoring position. We had those turnovers and that just killed us. Just we left so many points on the on the turf uh, that night. That's that's the that's the tragic part about it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, I I just looked up Marcus um, Washington. Oh wait, sorry, this is the a different. Oh wait, um, sorry, this is uh, Marcus Washington's injury from. Uh, that Friday game, he said, Rule said uh, it was his knee. He didn't really know anything beyond that. He's, he got an MRI uh, apparently yesterday, so Sunday. Uh, he said, I have absolutely no idea. He was in a lot of pain when I went over there, uh, but I walked off arm But but I, I walked off arm in arm. Uh, he was captain tough, so he's pretty fired up, so he'll, we'll have an MRI. Uh, you hope that that's not the case, but uh, I, I would say that – I'm not worried too much. It seems like uh, Malachi Coleman played pretty well last night. I want to yeah. say Jalen uh, uh-huh. Jalen Lloyd uh, had had a couple of catches, and Thomas Fedoni's really coming into his own and and kind of finally build, getting into that hype of uh, what people think he can be and and what all the Nebraska fans have been hoping that he could be. Uh, he only had three receptions, forty two yards, but uh, he just a route running and his catch radius is just amazing. And him and Carter Nelson and that tight end room next year is going to be something special. Yep. Um, I'm just, I was going through the, like the, uh, the plays of the game. I don't know if you had had a chance to offer your, uh, your opinions on that. I think the offensive play of the game 
in Friday night's game was probably Heinrich uh, Harburg's 25-yard run up the gut. You were talking about that earlier. Yeah. There was after, came after an Illinois fumble kickoff was uh, was recovered, uh, and that put the Huskers up 17 to zip. It was a read option, and he just read that perfectly. And uh, yeah, then you said lowered his shoulder and got into the end zone. I thought that was I thought that was awesome. How about yeah. what, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think is the best offensive play? Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to go with that one, or maybe that fourth and five, just because I like the play call of just Matt Rule kind of just being like, yeah. we're we're only up by three. It's the second. It's the beginning of the second quarter. We're at midfield. It's fourth and five. Why would like? Let's just go for it. And and just the confidence that he has and his guys to go and pick that up. And 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 the fact that Nebraska did pick that first down up is just uh, it, it kind of it's it's very it's a good sign. And and I like seeing that. I, I like seeing Matt Rule's just uh, aggressiveness play calling wise. So, uh, but I'd agree with you. I think Heinrich's play is the most. It just kind of shows how far Nebraska's come of the from that that play's not happening under Scott Frost because one Harburg's not in there uh, because of because of that whole relationship, but also uh, Scott Frost isn't going to run a read option. He's too pretentious and 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 has his uh, we got to pass the ball and all this stuff. And and Matt Rule is just no, you're going to pound the ball. Uh, we're going to use the offensive linemen for what they do best and and block. And I think our offensive line has played really well this year. Um, I, I'm, I'm more and more thankful that, uh, Mr. Uh, Donovan Raiola, uh, decided, or sorry, Dominic or Donovan. I always get the brother. Donovan. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, that Mr. Donovan Raiola, uh, was, was kept on the staff, um, for, because that's really paying off now. And I think that's why rule kept him on. We've talked about it before, but, um, who, who you, would be, or what do you think about the, uh, the defensive play of the game? Yeah. I mean, you have on you have on our scripture the goal line stand at the at the Illinois first drive at the one yard line uh, held them all four downs. Um, I mean, it, obviously, I feel like that's pretty the the clear uh, the clear option here. Uh, I, I I might also suggest the uh, uh, I I, oh, I guess you're gonna say spe- we'll we'll get on the special teams here in a second. But uh, I mean, Nebraska had a lot of sacks and the, pressuring the quarterback was really good. Uh, Prince Will had his first sack as a Husker last night no- or on Friday night. Um, and that, that was good to see, uh, just, just a constant pressure that Nebraska is getting. And it's something that hasn't really happened a lot before. I'm not, uh, Illinois offensive line isn't ter isn't, it, sorry, isn't great. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not atrocious, but I'll, I'll take, I'll take the quarterback pressures and the, and the amount of sacks that we got. And I, I think that that goal line stand just kind of, uh, epitomizes that defense right now of just, they're not going to let anybody, uh, get anything easy on them. Uh, and, and that's really, really playing out. I thought Isaac Gifford and, and Nick Heinrich played really well last night. Or sorry, I keep saying last night because we usually record on <laughs> Sunday. Uh, but it played really well on Friday night. So uh, special teams-wise, recovered, fumble, off the kickoff. Uh, Grant Taggy, uh, who's a, a legacy player. Am I correct in saying that? Mm, he's a he's a distant relative of Jerry Taggy, who okay. won Nebraska's first two national championships. Yeah. So, He's so another this, West Side, so, another West Side kid. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then that uh, he he recovers that fumble, uh, and then Heinrich scores the next play, and then I'd also say the blocked punt uh, or somewhat blocked. I mean, it really was blocked, yeah, yeah. but the the pressure immediate, like the the ball was back there at the same time. I don't, I forget who it was. They got the immediate pressure, but the ball was back there at the same time as the as the Nebraska player. That was uh, yeah. really just jumped the snap perfectly and uh, great. 
great job just getting in there and getting pressure on the punt and giving Nebraska a chance to uh, to score there. Of course, uh, that's when uh, Emmett Johnson decides to fumble, so we don't get any points off that. But uh, Tristan Ovano missed a field goal. Uh, yeah. he, he was two for three. Uh, hit hit two from 31 and 30 yards. I thought he played pretty well. Uh, he's just been solid. It, it's nice having not to really worry about a kicker anymore. Uh, it brings you back to the uh, Connor, Connor Culp days with Scott Frost of let's bring in a soccer player because I forgot to recruit <laughs> kickers. Um, so I'm really thankful for Tristan and the fact that we don't have to worry about that. Um, besides what those, those, plays I listed there on special teams, grandpa, would there be one that you'd say as well, or, or that about to cover it? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, recovering that, uh, the fumble of uh, the kickoff fumble, uh, that was great. I had, I, I don't know if you had a chance to, to, t- to, uh, talk about it, but, or think about it, but players of the game on, you know, offense, defense, special teams, I, my vote for offensive player of the game would be Heinrich Harburg. I think he, yeah, he was a field general out there. Yeah, he had the interception, but um, he's somebody. As I said, it's going to be hard for somebody to knock him off there if he keeps playing as well. He's not perfect and he's not spectacular, but he's kind of steady Eddie. He gets the job done, and I've I've nicknamed him the Tank Commander because of his name. <laughs> uh, and he's and he's a tough guy, six five, two twenty five, and he lowers his shoulder. He's a he's a tough kid. I. You got to really love him. Uh, so he gets my vote as uh, as offensive player of the game. Phelan Sanford, talk about yes. that goal line, goal line stand, which was great. And I would make that as as the uh, as the uh, defensive player of the game. But the, I think the player too before that, um, Illinois player was running, would have scored. And Sanford, who was a walk on at Nebraska. He uh, he tackled him on about the three or four yard line, and that 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 prevented a touchdown. They, he was going to score, so he gets my vote as uh, as defensive player of the game. Special teams, I think Grant Taggy for recovering that uh, uh, that uh, kickoff fumble. Um, those would be my three guys there for uh, for players of the of the game. What do you think? Yeah, I'd go with Heinrich. I feel like Heinrich's the obvious choice on offense. I uh, just played really, really outstanding. We've talked about it a lot, and uh, as you said, the interception. But uh, it, it was kind. Of, the interception was. I, I think he was making the right read. It's just the safety kind of just tracked over, and the ball was lofted maybe a little bit too big, or that or a little bit too much, or that route was just, uh, or the throw was slightly early or something. I don't really know what happened. It didn't look like he didn't throw it right to him, uh, like uh, Luke Altmyer's interception. Or sorry, Luke Altmyer. Yeah, Luke Altmyer's interception he threw for uh, Northwest. Or sorry, for Illinois. My goodness, I'm just getting everything amazingly right today. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll take uh, I'll take that from. Well, from and then, That's okay. uh, I was watching uh, I was watching uh, Matt Rule's TV show. He has it's the you know the coaches review the 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 game, and uh, and he was said he said that actually that interception by Heinrich was was kind of not the interception was planned, but they said they didn't want to have the ball batted up and, you know, giving Illinois good field position that right. acted like a punt. They got the it was ball an arm punt. It. Yeah. So arm punt. Right. So that was, you know, that worked out all right. It wasn't a damaging, you know, you're on your own 20 and you throw an interception. It's a pick six. This is, and and it didn't cost us any points, which was, which is great. That, 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 
Illinois was limited to seven points is is amazing, and and you got to take yeah. your head off to the to the defense. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with Phelan Sanford on the defensive side. I thought he played probably his best game of the year, and I mean, you you can't not mention Isaac Ziffer, Isaac Gifford, and right. uh, Nick and yeah. Nick Heinrich. Those just two solid guys, and yeah. I think they. I mean, obviously they get credit, but sometimes a little bit taken for taken for granted that we have those two amazing senior linebackers there. So, uh, we don't and have- then. We don't have uh, Dijon uh, uh, Singleton, and we don't have Luke Reimer. Those are two big players, you know, that that are out of the lineup. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, I mean, that, we'll see when they get back in, but that's uh, yeah. So, uh, and then special teams, I'd agree, Grant Taggy for recovering that fumble, and I don't, I don't, I forget who blocked the punt, but I'd throw in their name as well uh, for that. Just special, all all sides of the ball. It, it, for the most part, except for maybe the turnovers on offense, uh, just really uh, played pretty well for Nebraska and really solid. Uh, not not like super outstanding, but just solid and, and good enough to win. So, um, all right. Anything else you want to touch on with this Illinois game here, Grandpa? Or let's – Yeah, big let's move on. Sports. Yeah. You want to – let's start running through those. Uh, so, not a – some fine games, uh, Not not a lot of – Super high-profile matchups here in the Big Ten this week. Uh, we'll start with number two Michigan uh, against Minnesota. Uh, Michigan wins fifty-two to ten, really comfortable. Blake Corum only sixty-nine yards, one touchdown though. Uh, JJ McCarthy two hundred nineteen yards, one touchdown. Michigan's defense got two pick sixes, um, so that's pretty darn good. Minnesota didn't score after halftime. Uh, just total blowout by Michigan as I think that they will find that they'll do against a lot of these inferior big 10 teams, uh, which Nebraska, which Nebraska is unfortunately part of that group right now. Um, what, what do you have on this one, grandpa? Well, if there's anything, any solace, anything good to come out of that is that uh, Michigan beat Minnesota worse than they beat us. That's a good point. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a, a good stretch. point. I know it's a yeah. stretch, but, but we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Number four, Ohio State taking on Maryland. Both teams five and zero going. Or sorry, both teams undefeated. I should say Ohio right. State was four and zero. Maryland was five and zero going into this game. Uh, Maryland led seventeen to ten at yeah. one point in this game. After Maryland gets the ball at a halftime and uh, scores seven points, that would be the last points they'd score in the entire game. Ohio State scores the next twenty-seven points right. uh, and puts on an absolute rampage and, and looks pretty good for the rest of the game. Uh, I was following this game because I was, I was at the uh, festival of ideas school event thing. Uh, so I was not able to watch this game, but uh, I was, I'm friends with an Ohio state fan and he was getting slightly worried, but then uh second half turned turned around and so did Ohio state. So uh, Kyle McCord, 320 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Marvin Harrison, eight receptions, 163 yards, one touchdown. He'll be a force to be reckoned with, reckoned yeah. with the rest of the way. Maryland's not a bad team. This does not, this defeat doesn't mean anything. Uh, bad yeah. for Maryland. They hung with a pretty decent Ohio State. Not not a, the best Ohio State team we've seen in the past three years, but uh, still a very good Ohio State team. Obviously ranked number four. Uh, they've gone up to number three, I believe, with Texas losing uh, to Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry game, which that game was pretty good. I wish that was in the Big Ten. We could talk about that guy. But uh, anyway, uh, not a knock on Maryland. They're still a solid team. They're going to be the best team Nebraska will play yeah. the rest of the season, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So uh, anything you want to add there, Grandpa? No, what'd you think of uh, Iowa's uh, beating uh, two and four? Well, they're two and four now, but they were uh, they were two and three. 
Purdue yeah. team at and home. This is a classic Iowa win. You score 20 points. You win the turnover battle. Iowa had two penalties for 20 yards. Uh, they ran the ball for 181 yards and one touchdown. Uh, and they just didn't make mistakes. And they had yeah. the ball for like 22 minutes. Like wow. Purdue, statistically, if you just look at the statistics of this game, you think Purdue should win this game by a wide margin. Hudson Card does have two interceptions. He's the quarterback for Purdue. Uh, they're prone to mistakes. Purdue is not good this year at all. Nebraska should destroy them. Uh, I, I know Purdue did beat uh, Purdue did beat Illinois 44-19 right. uh, last week. Yeah, I mean, if Nebraska scores as many as they should against Illinois, it's around the 40s, and they held them yeah. to less. So I'll take it. Uh, Nebraska plays Purdue in about three weeks here, I believe. Um, so. That game will be interesting. This Iowa game, uh, this is interesting for Iowa because we were talking about this last week. Uh, Cade McNamara, the quarterback for Iowa, was on the sidelines last week. He is out for the year uh, with, I forget, either a torn ACL or Achilles or something along those lines, but he's out for the year. So uh, this is a classic Iowa thing of Nebraska seems to always struggle when when Iowa puts in backup quarterbacks. Hopefully now we can prepare for it because we'll know it's coming. Uh, and hopefully they don't put in their third string quarterback the day of just to try to confuse us because that seems to be a classic thing that Iowa does. Uh, but um, we'll have to see uh, when that comes in, in November, but there's a lot to be reckoned with there. We'll talk about that Iowa team later. Uh, anything you got there, Grandpa? No, uh, just, I, you know, it's just classic. Iowa just lies there in the lurch and wait, waits for you to make a mistake. Yep. And then they pounce all over it. Their offense is still pathetic. Um you know, and, and so is ours, uh, but they just, they're well coached. They don't beat themselves and that's why they're five and one uh, and they haven't really beaten anybody. The only real game that they played was against Penn state and they lost 31 to nothing in that yeah. game. So, yeah. uh, but being, you know, a Nebraska fan and we're in the same West division, I'm always checking Iowa and see how they're doing. I try to watch them whenever I can. I didn't get to see any of that game. That was on uh, Peacock, and I wasn't going to spend money to, <laughs> yeah. to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they put that one on Peacock. <laughs> um, I, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know too many people who would pay money to see that. Yeah, I don't know either. Fan. Anyway. Um, Northwestern squeaked by that vaunted, uh, you know, powerhouse Howard University. <laughs> 23 home, to home 20. To your, home to your vice president. Or oh, I guess Kamala Harris did go there, but uh, is that right? I didn't know. Yeah, that. she did. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, oh, that's not about the football, but whatever. Um, yeah, as you said, squeak by Howard. Uh, <laughs> time of possession was about equal. Howard outgained Northwestern. Wow. I, I mean, this is just like uh, Northwestern was playing with their backup quarterback. I don't understand how Northwestern's three and three. I mean, I know they've played some pretty terrible teams, and then they beat yeah. Minnesota randomly, yeah. which we talked about. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Northwestern does have an ability to get going for some of these games, but Nebraska should comfortably beat them in two weeks. I'm not worried about that at all. We'll talk about that more next week. Yeah. Um, as Nebraska has a bye. Um, and then finally in the Big Ten, we had Wisconsin 24 over Rutgers 13. Um, I mean, Good game for for Wisconsin. They had a 95-yard pick six right before halftime. Probably kind of a backbreaker for uh, for Rutgers there. They looked to, sc- looked to score right before halftime and then uh, end up 
getting a 95-yard interception return. Wisconsin was up 17-0 at half. Uh, Rutgers kind of comes back. They score with four minutes left to cut the lead to 11. Wisconsin was never really uh, out in, in trouble. Tanner Mordecai, their transfer quarterback from SMU, 145 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Braylon Allen, 101 yards, one touchdown rushing. Um, but, uh, I mean, Wisconsin's not that bad. 358 yards of total offense. They did have two turnovers, though. Um, and the one for Rutgers, obviously, is very, very costly. But uh, they just were on the field more 32 minutes with the ball, 33 minutes with the ball, basically. And uh, Rutgers, as we said, is decent, not great. Uh, I'm, I'm Wisconsin's probably the second-best team Nebraska's going to play the rest of the year, I want to say, uh, because they also do the Iowa thing of they wait for you to make mistakes and capitalize right. off of them. So, but, but they're better talent wise and can beat you if you don't make mistakes um, as well. So Luke Fickle's got that team going in the right direction. I think anything right you got now, on that one, grandpa? Yeah, just, I was going to go through the, the standings uh, at the mid, well, midway point for Nebraska, but in the West where Nebraska is, Wisconsin is, is top solicit with a four and one record, Iowa, surprisingly five and one. Uh, followed by Minnesota at three and three, Nebraska at three and three, and Northwestern at three and three. So there's a three-way tie just on wins, not not uh, conference wins. Right. And then Purdue at two and four, and Illinois at two and four round out the cellar. And then in the East, you got you got three uh, undefeated teams. You got Michigan at six and zero, oh, Penn State five and zero, oh, Ohio State five and zero, oh, and then Maryland at five and one. And then followed by Rutgers at four and two, Indiana, and uh, and Michigan State, not very good ball clubs thus far. They're both nope. in the cellar at two and three. So, um, you know, it's it's still anybody's, at least in the West. I think there there's oh, yeah. still there's still some room. I think this 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 might change. I. I Really don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking more about Nebraska just making it to a bowl game or maybe a winning yeah. record in the in the regular season. I would be tickled at that. I don't. I'm not really concerned about winning the West, although that right. still I suppose is is possible. Right, and I think that's maybe that's what we can talk about when it gets later in the year and the standings start to stratify a little bit more or just separate. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting because there is, I mean, the West is always wide open and it's always whoever can win. It, it comes out on the final day a lot. East, it's always who can win the game, uh, Michigan, right. Ohio State. That's so, it. Uh, That's we'll have it. to see unless Penn State decides to do something crazy this year and beat one of them. But, uh, I, I mean, it's going to be uh, interesting uh, in the West here. And it always is. It's always a rock fight. It's never fun to watch, but it is fun to watch at the same time, if you know what I mean. So, um, Anyway, but it would be Talk fun to see if volleyball. Yeah, we can really briefly. Uh, it, it, we'll, we'll, I mean, there's not too much to talk about. They played both the Michigans. Uh, they beat Michigan State three one, and then Michigan three zero over the weekend. Fifteen and zero on the season. A big showdown comes against uh, the number two nationally ranked Wisconsin Badgers uh, in. Lincoln at the Devaney Center, October 21st. Uh, and then they play in Madison on Friday, November 24th. Uh, both those teams are 15 and 0 right now. Number one and number, or sorry, Wisconsin's number one, Nebraska's number two. Um, but so that game's going to be huge. Uh, we talked about this last week, but the Murray sisters, Kendall and Harper, uh, both uh, one, I, either on, sorry, one on Nebraska, one on uh, Michigan. They both 
played re- really well, had a, had an emotional time as their dad uh, played football for, for Michigan and both their, uh, both the girls wear his number, uh, number 27 in his honor. Uh, all right. That is all we have time for this week. Next week, we got a buy. So we will be back with to preview really kind of in detail that Northwestern game. I don't know if there's too much to talk about there. We'll go through the Big Ten scoreboard, uh, maybe talk a little bit longer about some of these, and maybe have a guest. I don't know. Uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to check your podcast feed for, for that to see that because we don't have that planned. But uh, it, we, we might just be talking a little bit about Nebraska season so far. It is halfway through, which is really sad. Uh, really sad to see from Nebraska, but uh, you, you you just don't want college football to end and it's halfway through. So we might do a little retrospective here and kind of see what lessons we've learned and go back through the season a little bit. But uh, that is all we have time for today. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone about the show. Go follow us over on X at How About Them Huskers Pod. And we will talk to you next week. And as always, go Big Red. <laughs>